Hello and welcome to the Fearless Femme podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Wysak. We're back in Wisconsin for the tour of America's Dairylands. This episode is a very special one for me. My guest, Gary Ryan, was a top track sprinter for Australia and helped establish Fearless Femme when he moved to America with his wife, Teresa Cliff Ryan, who was one of the original Femmes. They continue now as one of our major sponsors as owners of the cycling apparel company, Vi13. You might have noticed the inverted number 13 on our kit. Their logo is representative of the number 13 race bib, which is often worn upside down on a rider's jersey to counter the bad luck. Both Gary and Teresa are two people who were influential in the early days of my own cycling career when they lived in Canberra, Australia. I rode on a local crit team with Teresa, who is a 29-time world champion in inline skating and was also a professional road cyclist. In 2013, when Gary was the team director for Fearless Femme, they won 49 out of 63 races and were on the podium in 62 of those. The team only missed the podium once when all their riders crashed out of the UCI Philadelphia Classic. We recorded this one at our host house in Wamotosa, and unfortunately there's a bit of background noise and a couple of strong wind gusts. I'm so excited to have Gary on the podcast. Enjoy our chat. I like to begin my podcast. I don't know if you're a podcast fan at all, but uh, Will Anderson, the Australian comedian, starts his podcast by asking the guests who they are. I think it's a nice way to find out about a person in their own view of themselves. So, guest... Who are you? Wow. I, I am Gary Ryan. I own Vi13 um, Custom Apparel and I would describe myself as a chamois slinger. A chamois slinger? <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to... Is, I don't think this is an Australian term. You're going to have to explain the term for yeah, it's, it's, Australian it's and just, American listeners. Yeah, so no, it's just a fun term of, of you know, saying basically that we, we make cycling kits and we we throw chamois under people's butts. Ah, oh, I like it. Hmm. I really like it. You've thrown chamois under my butt for many years mm-hmm. and the entire Fearless Femme team. So you obviously are one of our major sponsors, but I love that... You have a little bit more to do with the team in that your wife, Teresa Cliff Ryan, who I did uh, consider as a guest for the podcast, but I know that she's very media shy, so I didn't want to put that pressure on her. Um, And thank you so much for um, coming on and and chatting to us today. But you guys are the two people, two of the people behind Fearless Femme, behind the team, behind the brand, behind the movement. What inspired the team? You know, it's, um, you know, we're, we're two of the f- first people to work, I think, with Arunkon, with the team. Um, I, I think he really deserves m- pretty much all of the credit here for what he's developed and, and, and what he's pushed and created to this point. We got to be a part of really early in, in the creation of it. Um, the idea was to basically get... Um, you know there's there's a rider in every team that rides like three people so our idea at the start was to find those riders and add 
four of those riders on the one team instead of eight or 12. Um, and, you know, just obviously it's much cheaper to do it that way. Um, you know, we got really lucky w with those four riders. You know, they become great friends and, you know, it was it's a really cool, tight-knit team. And, and I think it was fun and different and, and people just really you know connected with it better um and yeah fearless was born so you know we uh we won a lot of races the first year you know we had uh, kimbers on there so we had the australian national champ Teresa was the american national champ so you know there was races where we raced with you know with kelly and we raced just three three riders and one we won tulsa with three um, but each of them was in a different kit, you know, so they didn't look like they rode together, didn't look like teammates, but, um, but wow, you know, they just detonated fields and fully committed to each other. And, you know, it's, it's my favorite out of 14 years of being in professional sport. It's my favorite year, the first year to work with them. So you'd put that above your own individual Absolutely. success in the sport. Absolutely. It is my favorite time of cycling, hands down. Wow. So to give people a bit of background, you were well, a track sprinter. Um, yes. From the accent, people might be able to tell that you're Australian. <laughs> yes. And I guess knowing you coming from Canberra, I'm also from Canberra, and um, you and Teresa played a role in me starting out my own cycling career with um, the national like talent identification program and John Forrest back in Canberra. But, um, I mean, Teresa... As you said, those kind of people can win races on their own, but mm -hmm. how important was it to build a team and to build something more than just a rider going to races, kidding up and, and jumping on the start line? Yeah, you know, it was the, you know, cycling at, at the time was, was women's cycling was fo following men's cycling. You know, they, they were, you know, trying to, well, they were, they were ultra professional, um, you know, and and I think the more professional they tried to be, the more they were kind of guarded and people didn't know them. You know, we, we really wanted to change that. We wanted to have fun and, you know, celebrate that Kimbers is a doctor and Teresa is a business owner and, you know, and it's just, um, it, it was freeing, you know. They got to be themselves and they were having fun on podiums and... You know they're relaxed and racing and they just they just kept winning more and more you know so um so it was you know it was a really fun time you know fearless fam obviously isn't a brand it was created as a as a name and and something that can live on for years and and you know be something instead of just you know the normal the sponsor owns the team and the sponsor's name and once it leaves it changes to a different team and you lose all the support and all the fans you know so um at the time i think it was pretty much the only team that you know had had a name um and then it was you know the sponsor behind that so uh there's there's so many things to be proud of you know for that you know and and for us for a brand you know we're able to you know obviously we were fully invested in the team and making the girls as fast as possible so it was a really easy transition for us as a brand to just keep focusing to push faster and better products 
because we wanted to give the girls the biggest you know advantage possible so and although we're not we still sponsor the team but we're not that involved with it that has really become an obsession for us as a brand like we we really do choose um, the best fabrics the you know everything to make the the athlete faster or cooler or just to make a difference for the athlete's performance and then we work out how to sell it you know and and that mindset absolutely come from you know the team so i i love about fearless femme that it isn't uh as as much as it would be great to have a hundred thousand dollar major sponsor as the naming rights sponsor we have the fearless femme brand and identity that's continued as you said that resonates with fans and our supporters and and the sponsors buy into that as well because it is more than just rocking up to races and, and getting on the podium and of course as a sponsor we all are told that they want to see the photo across the finish line both arms in the in the air sponsors visibly displayed um, but could you ever have imagined that seven years later you'd be sitting here with a new generation of riders Arunkan's taken over the team and, and you guys are still involved as one of our major sponsors but it still lives on seven years later yes uh, yeah I the first year it was it was crazy how um, you know first year team it's you, you kind of you, you can win races and those riders get you know recognition but you don't you don't get a lot of media you know like it's the first year is tough you know um, but that was the opposite you know it was it was so it was such a big deal and everyone loved the team I know as I was directing it I there was hundreds of resumes you know um, you know and that's that's flattering because you know what they're seeing from the outside they're seeing them always have fun and you know and kick butt too um it, it's uh yeah it was so different there was people you know walking into pure energy you know offering uh, money to sponsor the team the next year you know i don't know if i've ever heard of that you know so yeah it was it was it was it's not surprising at all that it's still going you know it's tough it's you know there's um you know everywhere i think sponsorship is is dwindling a little bit in the sport or it's changing um but it's exciting it's um it's 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 different everything's getting reinvented you know the cyclist so much more now um you know you're connected you on social media you follow their journey you, you see what it's like to to live like a pro and it's so important for the next generation because those first few years are such a shock to the system you know and now I think you know they've been along for the ride for a few years so they kind of know what to expect so yeah no I, I I don't see it going away I think even if Arun Khan gets tired of you know driving all these hundreds of hours um, and it and it even threatened to go away I think all these people would put their hand up to make sure it didn't yeah I think uh, when Arunkan reached out to me as a rider in Australia and I, I believe you did the same thing with Kimberly uh, you'd already you'd been winning races her and Teresa were in the grass wrestling you guys were sculling beers on the podium and I thought this is not the team for me I don't drink I'm a little bit more understated and just 
the environment and the culture and as you said it was fun it was different and obviously that's something that sponsors want to support because as you said people are coming to us the riders are coming to us it's it's uh been able to continue and i mean that's in in huge part to to what you created in the very beginning the vi 13 brand um obviously as you said you've got the chamois under a lot of bums around the world <laughs> i get a bit of a buzz when i see other teams um you know following you through social media but just around canberra and around the peloton and a new kit comes along so um what what would be i guess well i want to ask what your favorite piece of kit is um you've you mentioned it in terms of um the evolution and being able to do a lot of the research and development you've been a cyclist yourself teresa your wife's been a cyclist you've been around the game for so long making great kit for athletes to perform and to win and to be their best but what what's your favorite piece of kit in the range oh so that's difficult um you know we we create everything we sell so it's um they're, they're our babies in a way um you know I, I, the probably my favorite piece is our warning suit um you know it's it's such a versatile kit it's it's an aero kit it's a road kit it's a summer kit um you know it's been adapted for triathlon now it's been adapted for cross um you know i i named it after loretta's you know win who was a fearless fam um you know for the first women's warnable um you know it's it's a it's a special thing to me the, the speed skin we put the most time and energy into you know money too you know it's wind tunnel develops um you know there's hundreds of hours in it it's you know it's it was in rio for the games you know there's a new version that'll be in tokyo next year um you know that's definitely a love of mine making fast suits like that but but still the warning suit special and if you see me riding i'm in the warning suit I have that in my notes. I did the Warnie this year in the Warnie and I thought that was the coolest thing <laughs> because I never imagined I'd be able to ride that distance and be comfortable for that distance. Yeah. And to finish and have, I mean, my body didn't like me the following days, but I was so comfortable throughout the race. I felt fast. It's streamlined. Uh, it was so comfortable and I had no dramas because of the kit or the chamois or anything that I wore so um yeah I I really rated the warning and I just thought it was pretty cool that you had called it the warning um we tend to get most comments about the goosey actually um yes absolutely um us too you know we created the the item you know we're doing more casual stuff a lot of the teams uh you know we've been so focused on performance um you know sometimes we forget about the rest rest of the line um, you know, we had nothing in casual, so we started creating different casual stuff. You know, I've always loved vests, so, um, you know, we created this goose down. Um, you know, vest, we put three pockets on the back just to make it look like a cycling piece. They were not meant to be functional, um, but then all of a sudden people started to ride, you know, to ride in it. and. Um, and now, seriously, we have teams come to us, clubs, 
purely because they want that piece and then they you know they get introduced to the rest of the stuff we do so it's yeah it's it's been really fun you know fun item uh what are your visions for the brand i guess you know you haven't been uh in the clothing game for that long mm -hmm. it's uh becoming more and more popular as i said you're seeing it a lot more where did you want to take the brand and, and have you had to reset some of those goals that you may have already achieved yeah i think um you know we, we've we've been growing um you know at a at a rate of 40 or 60 percent per season so there's no real time to um it's all a blur you know we we, we kind of sit down at the end of the year and we're like wow we had the world champion in our kit um you know you included <laughs> um you know we've had world records and you know we've we've you know celebrities and the prime minister of australia and you know all these opportunities and cool things have happened that we kind of sit down and we're like wow that's so cool but yeah we're so busy you know on to the next thing and i, I think our you know a, a good and bad thing about us is that we um you know we care so much so you know when it comes to national champs and world champs and or just struggling teams you know we kind of drop everything to make sure you know they have you know they can just worry about their performance they don't need to worry about the equipment it's going to be there it's going to be on time you know it's going to be right and and i think um you know i think that you know that has us in tunnel vision and you know and, and pretty focused so no as, as a vision of our brand um, it's it's simple you know we want to create items that make the the biggest difference to you know hopefully functional performance of the athlete in it um, and if we keep growing because of that great and if we kind of stay where we we are that's great too it's not you know we we don't want to take over the world we just want to make athletes a little bit faster I think you've definitely achieved that and, and one of the really special things about Via 13 as the brand is is that you do take interest and, and care, as you said, potentially too too much sometimes, mm, sometimes. Um, but at the, the Hong Kong World Championships in 2017, it was pretty cool. I was able to um, get John Forrest and, and one of your employees, Kurt, was uh, there for business and I was able to come and watch the, the competition and I just think it's really cool that it's you've stuck to your roots and you've still it's a family run business and it hasn't um, while you said you've had incredible growth it hasn't grown exponentially where that you you still take care and love and interest in, in every item and, and every athlete that's in your brand so I think that's a pretty unique thing about the brand um, I first came to America two years ago it was pretty cool you guys were based at the time in Lambertville in New Jersey and you've recently or in the last year moved um, the headquarters to Michigan um, I brought a supply of Vegemite over for you and you said you didn't need any because one of the fearless, former Fearless Femme writers, Loretta Hansen, um, has hooked you up every time she comes back to the mm -hmm. States. Have you ever convinced someone in America to like Vegemite? Outside of my wife, no. Um, you know... I, but I'm getting more creative, you know, I'm, I'm, instead of just putting it on toast now, I'm, you know, adding cheese and avocado and I'm adding other flavors. So I'm getting like, yeah, this isn't, too, this isn't as bad as I've heard. 
so um but no but you know Teresa I've over time convinced her to um to love Vegemite I don't know why I was doing it because she eats all my Vegemite now so <laughs> you should have let me know before I came this year I could have hooked you up again and I think it's pretty cool um your young son Flash is two and a half now uh he likes Vegemite too absolutely so anything else you'd like to add I know you guys have made the trip to Dairylands to come and watch us race it was really cool that you were there yesterday um, to see Nat take the both the sprint jersey and ride herself into the overall lead but you've got a big drive ahead of you so anything else you'd like to add? Um, not that I could think of we're cycling groupies now it's it's a pleasure to you know to come here and watch you know the, the next generations and you know to watch yourself you know um, a two-time world champion you know mentoring you know these next generation of riders i mean it's it's super special really it's super special you just don't you don't you don't see it in many sports at all so um no i i think it's just it's rad to be a part of all this and we hope to continue to be thanks i think it's rad that you and teresa are here and knowing your background in the sport and uh that you're still taking interest in in coming and supporting us so Thank you for everything you've done for the team and continue to do. Awesome. Thank you. Cheers. I could have talked to Gary for hours, but his young family had travelled to watch us race day three of the Tour of America's Dairylands and had a long drive ahead of them. I wanted to ask more about the brand and its story, but didn't want to turn this into an infomercial. You can find out more about Vi13 on our sponsor page of our website, fearlessfemracing.org. You can also follow the team on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to hit subscribe and share it with your friends. Thank you for taking the time to join us. Stay safe and be fearless.